talking about a-holes. Is that the name of the band? <laughs> yeah. The name of the band's Eric Bolander and these assholes. <laughs> okay. Now we're getting somewhere. All right. <laughs> now the podcast has started. Yeah. <laughs> Turn the red light so, on. So, uh, To another episode of Something in the Water podcast. I'm your host, Sean Clark. I'm Uncle Dave Griffin. Welcome once again. Brought our, to you by Caution Light Media. Yeah. And we're here with our guest, Eric Bolander and Seth Murphy. Hey. Murphy, right? Murphy. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I've been like my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> All these years. Yeah. Good to have y'all. Thanks all, for having us, Dave. All here. the it's way great. from. What part of Kentucky are y'all? Lexington, Lexington, Kentucky. Kentucky. That's a nice little trip. Yeah, it's a good little <laughs> trip by way of Paducah, Nashville, Athens, and Atlanta. <laughs> so it's our route. Getting Is there. that where y'all played? Did mm-hmm. y'all play gigs yeah, so in far. each of those yeah. places mm-hmm. on the way down? Yes, sir. Good, good. Well, we're glad to have y'all. And uh, um, tell us. In a few words, or tell the folks out there watching just a few words, um, uh, what Eric Boland, Bolander is about. What's your music? In a few words. Yeah, just a few words. <laughs> I think Seth was laughing when you asked me in a few words. <laughs> um, I, I think kind of roots and folk, I'll use those terms a lot. We're Americana band. Yeah with country leanings, some bluesy kind of stuff. But I think Roots is is a good description because it's uh, a lot of the songs I write are very personal. I have emotional connection to them. And I think Roots music kind of has, you know, that emotional part to it. Unlike maybe like some pop music where it's just more fun or Mm -hmm. upbeat. Yeah. That Americana is a huge umbrella. Sure. Yeah. These days. And, uh, <clears throat> I've been spinning your album. I'm enjoying it. Thank you so much. And the, and I heard the new single you had. Yeah, so the one we recently put out, it's Montgomery Hill. Yeah, that was good. Thank you, man. Nice. So we've had we had four singles come out since last summer, <clears throat> and those are all going to be on a record that will hopefully come out this fall. That's that's the targeted cool. time frame. Awesome. I've noticed that. Uh, you got quite a few videos out there as well, YouTube. Yeah, and yeah, uh, yeah. It, it's it always strikes me, and they're the videos are very professionally done. Um, usually sponsored by a venue or mm-hmm. uh, uh, maybe even a, 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 a retailer or something, you know. Is, is that uh, typically how you you get such good quality videos? I mean, you're not having to fork out money for uh, all these videos. Some you? of the stuff I've hired, yeah, you know, yeah. film crews. Yeah. So like the song "Ghost," we did at the uh, Ohio State Reformatory, which is a oh, prison wow. in Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, it was a super cool opportunity. Yeah. But we had a film crew, some 
<clears throat> friends of ours out of Lexington render 13 films and had them go up with us. And then we had our friend Chris come out and film um, down in Harlan County, Kentucky for the Cold Men video. And then I directed that and edited it and put it oh, out. Shit. So just had him, hired him to spend the day with us and film. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously that's less costly if yeah. I'm going to do the editing myself. But um, And then there's some others like Summer Sessions is a uh, – right. um, a series that our friend Nate does out of Somerset, Kentucky. Okay. Yeah, I saw some of that. And it's super pro. Mm-hmm. You know, it's pro audio, pro video, and that's all part of the summer sessions. And they they retain some sponsorships and things. Cool. So not directly funded or sponsored, so to speak, but definitely some some avenues video wise, there's some uh, community folks involved. Yeah. Cool. <clears throat> so, um, Seth. What do you do in the group? Oh, um, I play cello. Um, so Eric and I met, I don't know, we are counting back maybe four or five years ago, yeah. something like that. Mm-hmm. We ended up being neighbors, just like living down the street from each other, not even knowing it. So met at a gig, you know, one night in Lexington, musician friends introduced us and, yeah. um, just, you know, started doing a few gigs here and there, figuring out how to fit in the instrument because it's a different <coughs> instrument. Yeah. Uh, it's not something, you know, you see all the time. Not not ordinarily. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I've, I've really enjoyed, like, I have a, you know, big classical orchestra background, but I had a certain, like, point in my life where I, that wasn't appealing to me anymore. Playing with, like, another 40 or 60 people on stage, I kind of wanted to, to do my own there. thing and, mm-hmm. you know. Or help somebody else do their their thing. So Eric and I have been working at it for a few years now, and I think I've you know figured out a good sonic spot for the instrument in the the songs that we're putting out. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and and in the studio as well. Mm-hmm. You know, so he does a lot of different things on the stage and plays different melodies or different parts <clears throat> uh, in a a live setting. You know, just because it calls for something different. If we're just a trio or just the two of us as a duo, then he'll probably play quite a bit different than when we add our buddy John on keys mm-hmm. uh, or bass. And then, so it kind of changes the way, kind of keeps you on your toes. Yeah. <laughs> and whatever the audience is too, you know, we change up the show. We'll yeah. play some like more kind of traditional folk Americana, softer acoustic yeah. leaning stuff. But you know, we carry, you know, a Telecaster and a Fender tube amp with us too and can yeah. open it up if the Do you play anything other than cello? Yeah, I'll bring bass on the okay. stage as well. Yeah. So play electric bass, acoustic bass and uh, just kind of fit cello's tuned exactly show. like or is it? Um it's it's tuned in fifth, so it's kinda of like that same intervals as a fiddle or violin. Okay. okay. Um and then it doesn't quite go as low as a bass guitar and stuff Mm -hmm. but um, i play it both ways you know like with a bow and i'll play some melody lines or you know we'll bring it down and do some plucked stuff too like and play it like an upright bass for sure so very sonically diverse instruments it's fun but they are uh they they lend uh uh, a certain uh emotion emotional Mm -hmm. very emotional instrument you know sure i love it i I love a lot of people say it's like you know 
second to the human voice, like the cello is the yeah. one that mm-hmm. can emote. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That way. I mean, it's, it's always been, I mean, from some of the earlier times I've heard string music, cello has been one of my favorite instruments. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I kind of wanted to hear some cello in my music. My, when I put my first solo record out, before I'd met him, <clears throat> I had a friend put viola on a song and, and fiddle on another song because um, she didn't know cello that well. She was an orchestra director, but cello was a weak point for her. Mm. She did violin and, and viola. So I had that. And, and then when I met him through our friend Derek Spencer, and that's why we, we kind of chatted. I was like, well, yeah, I'd really like to have some cello, mm-hmm. see how it sounds, and we <laughs> jam. Yeah, and Ben, <clears throat> our drummer Ben Caldwell, I had been in a, uh, sort of hard rock metal band with him years ago. So I got him pulled back in because I didn't have him on this project yet either during my first uh, record. Right. So really chill, or still trying to figure out what my sound was, what songs I was writing that wasn't part of my rock band and <clears throat> things like that. And then once Seth and Ben were like, yeah, man, let's, let's do this. And we got somewhat serious about it. We, it started to make more sense how the songs yeah. sounded. And then I had a whole new plot of songs written and we got together. And that's what the wind is, is the product of us being together as a band. So that's technically our first record together. Oh, should be that mm-hmm. one. Cool. So you're in a hard rock band too. Mm-hmm. I did not know this kind of metal hard rock. When we were in the band, I used to say hard rock. And now looking back, it's like it's a little more metal leanings than I probably realized. And that's what still the band? Modern Day Relic was the name of that band. What's the name of your current band? My current rock and roll band is called Alcatraz Shakedown. Okay. We don't play very often. We st- we all stay busy. Everybody's got careers and families. And then, of course, I've got you know, this music stuff going on. But we, we play a couple times a year and throw some songs out there. So you guys were supposed to open for Kiss last year, I thought, right? Or was it? No, it was... Uh, uh, <laughs> Ace Freely, <laughs> yeah, it was his solo tour. It was that. It was funny. It was at one of those old prisons, kind of like the Shawshank one, but it was one that was down in Tennessee. It's like mm-hmm. mid, something like Middle Tennessee Penitentiary or something like that. This is really <laughs> one of those really old, cool looking prisons. It was going to be there, and this was pre pandemic. This is like yeah. fall of nineteen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we were like so bummed because it got canceled due to some oh. some conflict or whatever. I was like, oh, that would have been fun. <laughs> been badass. Yeah. Acoustics in them old prisons is pretty damn good. Spooky. Yeah, well, I think I think the shows are like in the parking lot, big stage, with <laughs> yeah. the prison back as a backdrop. I yeah. think I don't think they tried to like. Yeah. I doubt they would probably, allow probably. a bunch of drunk people go to a rock show and yeah. hang out in the historic building. Probably, <laughs> probably scared what you might find. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, true and too. Yeah, the walls for <laughs> catch you can yeah. uncover something in there. Demons. Yeah. Well, if you were. Uh, I know he said Seth that you and Ben uh, met each other and worked together on that uh, mm-hmm. recording and all. Uh, and Ben was a drummer in the he- uh, heavy metal band, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so I've known you, him for a long time. Could you take that cello and and raise hell on it one time, oh, like yeah. heavy metal? Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. could do that, couldn't you? <laughs> the, the only other time that I've been been down here, I was with a group on our way to South by Southwest and yeah. Austin. And it was uh, kind of like a female fronted Gothic rock band. So no it was some like real heavy, slow mm. stuff. Uh, it was fun. It was, was, it was loud. 
No, that was a group called Ancient Warfare. Oh, Ancient Warfare. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. They put on some, uh, put out one record. Yeah. Uh, it's a good, interesting project. Lost some hearing in that project for sure. It was loud. <laughs> <laughs> Who was the group that came here and played at the creek that time with the twenty watt tombstone? Is, uh, is that the guy that stood? St- uh, Two piece guitar stood on the uh, cello or the bass no. or something. Put it on his behind his head. Tornado stuff. rider. Tornado rider. Oh, I you know tornado. Yeah, yeah, that's Rashad Eggleston yeah. right there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's down at hang from the rafters playing a cello. Oh yeah, hang from the rafters. Hey, yeah. No, he's he's a hero <laughs> of mine for sure. Yeah. He take some he's got like a Robin tour. Hood yeah. hat and like tights, like yeah. and the like yeah. shirtless and with cello like. Let me take notes. <laughs> no, he's great. He he did. A, I saw him do a solo spot opening for Old Crow Medicine Show, mm. and they were up there setting up everything. And he was doing a solo thing with wireless packs. And he started climbing the truss on yeah. the stage and everything else. And nuts. Yeah. What's Performer. with this guy? Uh oof. He's from a different planet, maybe universe. <laughs> Even his word, the words they write are like his own language that he came up with. Some kind of. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Well, as silly as he is, he's an excellent cello oh, player. Yeah. He's a Berkeley graduate. Graduate. Um, yeah. He was in that group, Crooked Steel. He's the cello yeah, player. I remember you talking about yeah. him. Yeah. That's yeah. why I recognize his name. He was in a player. car commercial or something where he was playing with, uh, he had a tuxedo on a thing. It was two guys, him and another guy. Did he score a commercial? Yeah. In, <laughs> in the desert, and like this car's doing donuts around him or whatever. I need to look that one up. Yeah, yeah. we need to find that. Yeah. It'd be a good road video. Yeah. Drop it in the chat. There. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. So, where's Lexington at in Kentucky? Is it? It's central Kentucky. Right now. Just south of Cincinnati. Yeah. Okay. Um, and Louisville, Kentucky, Louisville for the non-Kentucky folks, okay. <laughs> is uh, west of Cincinnati along the river. So it's kind of a little triangle between Cincinnati, Louisville, and Lexington. It's all about the same yeah. distant hour and a half ish to each yeah. each city. So right around there, most people know of Louisville and know of Cincinnati. So yeah. that's usually what I say. Now I grew up in northeast Kentucky in the foothills of Appalachia. Wow. And uh, Seth is from Paducah, western Kentucky. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like the confluence of the rivers there where Kentucky, Missouri, Tennessee, and Illinois all meet. So it wasn't a big deal to go to Illinois or Missouri for a weekend, see what's happening. What there. is the river up there? The main one? Is it the Ohio River? Ohio is on the north and goes over to the Mississippi, uh, goes uh, north and south, I guess, right? <clears throat> There's a Missouri River too, but I can't remember if it's. What about down. coming from the east? Is there. Uh, of Kentucky? Yeah, is there anything major there? Or what's the next state over to the east? Is it Pennsylvania? West Virginia. West Virginia. And North Carolina. And what's right above West Virginia? Ohio. <laughs> Ohio? Mm-hmm. Okay. And let's just pull up a map. I know, right? Yeah. I'm telling you, it just, something's in the water. Geography. It gets away geography from me. It gets away from me after so Really long. poor geography. When you've been out of school for a long time, you just forget all about that stuff. You just got something in your pocket to tell you where to go, you know. You yeah, know it's easy. Here, let me just click something. Yeah. That's where we're at right now. I'm right here. You're right there. <laughs> Them north, the northeast states get so jumbled in my. I was like, hmm, I don't know. Yeah, I was just up smaller. there. Oh, yeah. Well, we were both just up there for a wedding of a friend, 
He lives in Maine now. He's marrying a girl from Massachusetts, so we got to go up there. And I, you could take I, Highway One all the way there, apparently, if you want. <laughs> yeah, oh. I officiated the wedding, and Sean played the uh, uh, bachelor dinner. Was that what yeah, called? the rehearsal, and then the uh, after wedding. Very cool thing, and uh, we got to fly into Boston. And drove down to Rhode Island, spent a week there with my wife's cousin, and did a lot of sightseeing around there. But psh, those states are all right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like mass. Uh, I mean, it takes an hour and you're somewhere else, you know. Yeah. Georgia's a big old state down here. It is. It's a tall one. Kentucky's a, a wide state. one. Florida, yeah, too. Kentucky's a long one. Yeah, yeah. Kentucky's wide. Yeah. 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 But we're making our way through Georgia for a day at a time. Down, one day at a time. <laughs> Y'all played uh, last night? Yeah, we played last night at old, uh, Smith's Old Bar up in, in uh, Atlanta. Atlanta. And then we played the night before at a place called the Iron Factory in Athens. It's just a couple doors down from the 40 watt. Cool. Played mm-hmm. on the patio. It was a fun show, yeah. I'm headed to Athens tomorrow to play a thing. Yeah, cool. seems it's like cool. they're just kind of like getting started with having shows again. Mm-hmm. A lot. A, we played with. There were five total bands on the bill there, and I think three of them. It was their first show of the year, you Gosh. know, since. Mm-hmm. Um. So that that was that was cool, you know, yeah. seeing people coming out again, seeing live music, uh, having people playing again. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Touring again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, you oh know. wow, there's people coming through Athens, coming through Georgia. Yeah, I'm, re- like I'm excited to be. It's happening back yeah. through. Yeah, I'd like to see the. Is the theater back open? Did y'all notice? No, I think they got dates in August. Yeah, even the like even the forty watt. Yeah, it said we're gonna start uh, booking in August. So holding out through the the summer. So I guess maybe I don't know. Maybe like Athens, more of a college town too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's got the university. It's right there. UGA. Yeah. Yeah. It was a bunch of like, <laughs> it seemed like it was a bunch of 18 year olds out to our show. It was a, a different audience for <laughs> it sure. It totally was. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, we played with our friend uh, Robert Schneider. He's from a, a totally different kind of divergent genre. Yeah. Indie pop. Indie pop. Indie um, alternative pop kind of. What's he bring to the table with, with you? Oh, uh, John. Uh, was in that band with Rob. Oh, okay. <laughs> so he and Rob does this duo as well oh, okay. sometimes. They'll play. They're in a band called Apples and Stereo. Okay, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a pretty popular band for sure. And they still have like pretty devout fans. And mm-hmm. But um, so they all set the show up. And then cool. John plays with us. He's the fourth member. The fourth A-hole. <laughs> <laughs> I guess technically the third A-hole. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm not one of the a-holes. <laughs> um, John's a great uh, keyboard player. He's a multi-instrumentalist yeah. as well. When we first brought him on, we were giving him everything. Yeah, like, here's like, keyboard, acoustic guitar, electric, bass, yeah. backup vocals. He does those, like, super high, like, Beach Boy vocals yeah. and stuff. He can hit all that stuff. Yeah, so my drummer Ben sang with me for years. So when they're both singing the harmonies in the background, it's, it just, cool. it's great. It's uh-huh. a, such a cool blend and it really offers a lot to the live show. I mean, that's any type of music. You hear a harmony 
back backup singing so all of a sudden song. like mm-hmm. you know it takes like if you see a band and you and you hear really good harmonies you're like oh okay these guys are pretty pro you know instantly yeah. even if yeah. they're not that great necessarily mm-hmm. it adds that extra mm-hmm. level of professionalism mm-hmm. to to your sound yeah that sauce the sauce mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah i've always loved harmony groups dave's a great harmony singer uh, nice um and so you you're you were talking about a holes. Is that the name of the band? <laughs> yeah, the name of the band's Eric Bolander and these assholes. <laughs> okay, now we're getting somewhere. All right. Now the podcast has started. <laughs> Turn the red light so, on. So Turn the red light on. So I, t- I talked a little briefly about the history of us getting together, yeah. the tr- main trio, me, Ben, and Seth. So we were playing the first time we played Red Barn Radio in Lexington. It was about 2018 or seven whenever it was um they had they had been giving me a hard time about getting a band name (laughs) you know not like being pushed just it was kind of a running joke like man you ever gonna give us a name or whatever and then i'm not exactly sure what was said but i said something along the lines of you guys don't have to be assholes about it (laughs) and one of them and i don't even think either one of them will claim like it's either your band was like these assholes, <laughs> and then assholes. somebody wrote it on the match book or a yeah. We were at the bar now. We, at, we did the gig and we were at the bar next door, just yeah. hanging out after the show. I said, "Okay, I'll start making us some merch," and then we yeah. grabbed some matches from behind the bar and wrote Eric Bolander and these assholes, <laughs> these assholes. on it. So for a surprise, I got a logo design by Jimbo Valentine. He's awesome. He's yeah. he's done my album artwork. Was, and several other things the low circular logo man i was looking at the album covers and that, they're great thank you so right. he i had him do it with and i don't even remember if i told you guys about it but i remember getting shirts ordered and it was going to be like a one-off thing we're playing this cool um festival in eastern kentucky called kicking it on the creek mm-hmm. and it was coming up and i was like well i'm gonna get these for that i'll do like 50 of them and we'll just do that. It was and just then, a joke, though. It's like a like, oh, this is funny merch, thing. a one off. <laughs> and then every everybody won one. I mean, I did like twenty some pre orders. So I was like, what? Okay, you know, it's like you know, it's not like I'm that popular, you know, right? So I was like, okay, I guess I will order a few more. And then we get to the festival and sold a crap ton of them. So I was like, well, I guess that's our logo, and that, that <laughs> yeah, stuck yeah. as the name. That's awesome. <laughs> kind of. It's on the but, kick drum head, yeah. It's the on the kick drum yeah. head, but it's all social media, Spotify, and everything else. Like it's just Eric Bolander, but the unofficial official name. When you roll into town, is these yeah. assholes. these assholes are here. Yeah. Wait, Cross. <laughs> Do you ever have have any uh, places to have an issue with that? Well, um, did uh, virtually yes because. Facebook specifically, when you yeah. do uh, uh, you um, do an ad or you Profanity. sponsor for your promo, even if it's on an image, they won't. They'll yeah, profanity. They'll they'll boot it. They won't allow it to happen. So, what we've done either put a holes in a- the description of events or just Eric Bolander, Eric Bolander band, Eric Bolander true. Gotcha. And I'll work with whoever. Like mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not. It's not gonna be that big a deal if it's. The show poster has to be different, but yet, you know, that's what mm-hmm. we introduce ourselves as, and the merch has it on it. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, 
I do have some merch with just Eric Bolander, so that way the mammals out there can buy my yeah. T-shirt. I want, I want one of your shirts, but I can't wear that. Yeah, I, I can't wear that. I can't wear this to yeah. church. Yeah, I don't want to. That, that's exactly what they said the other day. They're like, I don't want to buy this and then accidentally wear it to church. Yeah. Like, yeah. Knowing me, I might do it. What band T-shirt am I wearing to church this Sunday? This is my grandson's yeah, group. Yeah, but I mean, what well, the cool thing about it is that what started as a joke is turned into like this sort of uh talking point you know it's yeah. like people are like oh that's hilarious how did that come to be or whatever and, and people walk up to the merch table and they see it and they just start <laughs> busting out laughing but well, then it like connects them with you know yeah, it's like yeah totally, yeah totally give me one of them shirts you know it's not really like trying to be kitschy or whatever right it's just, it's just fun it is people know? like to cuss yeah totally you know, fun. most people do yeah <laughs> like i got said. i got kid sizes of this unicorn uh flying unicorn that my tattoo artist designed for me and at the bottom it's got eric bolander and then real tiny it says and these assholes <laughs> sad toddler sizes made my little girl has one of the shirts and uh i sent her to soccer camp with it, <laughs> with it on. but it was one of the days my wife picked her up <laughs> so was like, she wasn't oh. happy. she's like did you really put this shirt on? <laughs> oh, you can't read it Tiny. <laughs> well, so that's how you feel about being an asshole. <laughs> hey, I've, I don't have any problems, you know. <laughs> it just kind of fall, just kind of fell right into it. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's uh, natural for him, really. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the biggest part of the joke is that people meet my bandmates and get become friends with them. They're like, yeah, they're definitely not assholes. <laughs> right. <laughs> they're right. like really nice dudes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I had a question for you. Drum roll. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> Dave, three hours later. <laughs> Toss out. Uh, <laughs> Sponsored by Toss out. <laughs> There it is. <laughs> Question of the day. Who's that on your hat, dude? That's Cole Chaney. I think I'm wearing Cole Chaney. Yeah. Cole yeah. Chaney, man. He's he's killer. He's a real young Cole dude, Chaney. songwriter, uh, country, roots. Really Where's good. he out of? Kentucky. Kentucky mm -hmm. also. Um, he lives in Lexington, I believe. Mercy's the name of his record or the new song. I think it's his record that came out. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, he's he's yeah, he's young. 20, 21, something like wow. that, maybe, or right around like a college age. Uh, mm -hmm. I was doing great stuff, I, writing really cool songs and getting out there, getting getting on some good shows. I and, think I saw him. I, I, the name hasn't stuck stuck yet, but I yeah. keep seeing this young guy from up there. Yeah, yeah. We did a Might great uh, festival, was it two weeks ago now, Laurel Cove? Yeah, Laurel Cove Music Festival. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of a gathering of all – Kentucky area songwriters. Mm -hmm. I mean, there were damn near forty. It has a lot two days full playing. A lot of up and coming, a lot of established ones mm -hmm. as well. Had our friends uh, Sunday Best and uh, Nick Jamerson headline well, one night. We know Nick Jamerson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good he's a friend of ours, man. He's awesome. A, uh, he's a great well, guy. Before the pandemic, uh, we were like every year uh, had this festival on Del Hollow Lake and. 
Kentucky. Dale Holler. Yeah, he was yeah, talking I was about, telling that. Yeah. Seth about yeah. that before we started. Dale Holler in Kentucky. Dale Holler. Dale Holler. <laughs> it's what we call it, too. <laughs> That's right. That's right. But, uh, we were saying Dale Holler if you swallow. we'll be right back (laughs) they'll holler Uh, the last time we were there we met some new people from may have been from lexington or or louisville yeah uh brother smith yeah Yeah, brother smith they're these two blonde oh yeah they're they're the the fiddle player player came down to our boat they jam they jam with us yeah he sits in with us a lot aaron Aaron. the fiddle player Mm -hmm. yeah and west too like they've sat in with us we play we've played so many shows those guys they blew me away really good friends they're probably in all honesty uh no offense to well ourselves and and our friends (laughs) the most talented group in they were central good, Kentucky and the well, re- yeah. whole region. It's just the players in the back, the, when they do the full band, just the brothers <laughs> themselves are great. Like when they mm-hmm. do the full band, they're all like very professional, at, but also like very in the moment and very into the music, mm-hmm. which I think yeah. makes a humongous difference. Oh yeah. I don't care how many degrees you have. Like mm-hmm. if they're not filling it together, mm-hmm. but man, brother Smith, you're yes. saying the other day, like having them as your backing band, it's like having a cheat code. Like a cheat, yeah, 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 I forgot I said that. Yeah, I was like having <laughs> Brother Smith in your band because they play, they back Nick Jamerson up a bunch. They do, yeah. yeah. So anyway, I was like having, yeah, Brother Smith in your band's like having cheat codes for video games. Like, you know, it's not fair. <laughs> you're playing gonna, like you're the all Madden team, on, you know, the Madden <laughs> yeah, football. Yeah, yeah. Like, and you can't play. You can't use the Chicago Bulls. You can't use the 95 <laughs> Chicago Bulls. <laughs> Yeah, they're yeah. they're excellent, yeah. but they couldn't be better human beings. Yeah, which makes them even you know even yeah. cooler. Yeah, Nick was there too. Did you say that? Nick. Yeah, and Nick's great, man. Nick's- Chris, you know his his partner with Sunday Best. Chris Bentley's great. They're all like solid. Yeah, a few more. That was uh, uh, Levi Lowry. Y'all probably know him. Cody Ray Bates. Is that I don't name? Those two don't ring a bell. Levi uh, plays fiddle. He used to play Levi, what's Levi his last name? Lowry. Lowry. He's from, from Kentucky? Decula, no. Georgia. He's from, oh, from down here. Okay. Yeah, he's about 30 minutes outside. And oh, okay. Adams. I was just bringing him out because he played this thing, but he, he does Oh, I got of, you. He used to play with uh, Zach Brown. Oh, wow. He's, that was he's, a big gig. He's he's at a level. Yeah, that's, there, that's you know, a – He's yeah, got a following, a huge following. Yeah, that's great. I mean, we – you know, we – I mean, I know every state and every region's got their, you know, talented musicians. I mean, I'm pretty – proud of like the circle of music friends we have back mm-hmm. home man we have you know so many like well, we that's mentioned what Derek Spencer me. earlier he's great mm-hmm. and then sean whiting's a good friend of ours rock and roll guys great songwriter mm-hmm. our buddies laid back country picker he's he, he's incredible and there's just so many that are abby hamilton she's singing on one of the songs on the new record mm-hmm. it's just a ton of people that are just Constantly rolling you know, out there, just like us down here. Yeah, I everybody's mean, it's, got it's, their, it's you know, the same thing. And when you're yeah. in the region, you, yeah. you're, you're kind of up on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it's That's, nice to have that. Yeah, it felt community. like that when we were up there in Kentucky. You know, That's great. Just meeting Nick and and then meeting the Smith guys. You know, you could you could you could feel that familiarity and that familial sense of man coming together and, and it ain't bullshit support like one the brotherhood sisterhood mm-hmm. that we we all develop up there i mean it's great like seth has played in so many different projects too and recorded mm-hmm. on stuff and it's just mm-hmm. yeah there's no like i don't know 
Yeah, anytime there's a festival, you know, it's guaranteed that six or seven people are going to get up with other bands. Yeah, or play yeah, with them yeah. Because they've been friends for years and yeah. we've jammed before, and it's <laughs> yeah, you never get a chance to. You, you don't get a chance to. Yeah, it's good. It's great, man, and I I love that more here, so yeah. than I've been around scenes in general that have that clicky kind of vibe. Yeah, but yeah. they won't. And some would like, argue there's certain clicks wherever and yeah. whatever, but. For me, I feel like we all kind of help lift each other up. Yeah, yeah. Because it's man, that's the way you're gonna grow it. You know, that's where you're gonna grow it. Yeah, you can't do the band wars. Yeah, shit, silly, stupid. It happens. I get it. People just yeah. are weird about stuff. But man, I, I want to name drop man people. Yeah. That, mm-hmm. I want to name drop people that or name drop those that other people don't have any clue about. Don't know. Yeah. I don't want to sit and be like, oh, yeah, we opened up for the steel drivers. But like, well, if you listen to this kind of music, you probably know the steel drivers. Mm-hmm. I want to be like, talk about my friends, that, mm-hmm. like Brother Smith, right? Like yeah. people that are less known in the area, get more people to listen to them because mm-hmm. they deserve it. Exactly. Absolutely. This business is hard enough as it is, you know. seems like yeah. it, it makes things go a lot smoother when you work together. You know, That's venues. Prop everybody. each other. Prop mm-hmm. each other up. Bartenders, like, mm-hmm. don't be a dick to a bartender. Right. They might be working there next time you play there. I'm super nice to bartenders. And I ain't going to forget that, because <laughs> their job sucks bad enough in terms mm-hmm. of dealing with bad people, you know, or, or misbehaved people. Yeah, they see. <laughs> they got to deal with the drunk the drunk of everybody, you know. They see Eric Bowler and these assholes are coming to play tonight. <laughs> They're like, oh, oh, oh man, oh, I'm going to have to wear some thick skin. <laughs> oh. oh, this is great. <laughs> and then this guy, yeah. Then, then we then show, we show up, up and it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a comedy show? Okay. Yeah, just, just, it's part, part comedy. Somebody, what was it? Oh, Jonathan Newsom. He does the Capture Kentucky and does like show reviews and things like that. And he, he mentioned... My introduction was because I'm also a high school visual arts teacher too. Oh, so he's like you know art teacher, musician, part time comedian, uh, <laughs> and dad. I was like I don't know about the part time comedian, but yeah. <laughs> I try to be funny sometimes. But I'm no comedian, uh, I guess. How many kids you got? Uh, one little Just girl, little girl named Ava Kate. Ava Kate. She's Notice we turned on Ava Lane or Street or, or whatever it was. Four and a half, yeah. Four and a half. Going on 40. Uh, yeah. She's, she's She called you before the Yeah, yeah. She she called me. My wife called video called me to so little Ava could tell me happy Father's Day. Nice. So happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we're filming this on Father's Day. It'll come out in a few weeks. But... Yeah, yeah. And to the moms who are pulling oh, yeah. both duties. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. She was showing you a drawing that she'd done. Oh, yeah. She made me a little card. card. She put all these stickers and stuff, glued all this stuff on there. Yeah, she loves it. She likes art, man. She loves just making stuff, putting stuff together and that kind of stuff. It's kind of nice to see. And music. She likes likes music. You settle, too, or are you just on your own? Uh, Just being the cello for right now. (laughs) You're the cello? (laughs) No, I got a, a great girlfriend back home. No kids. Got a got a foster got dog a that I inherited through this uh, pandemic situation. Um, okay. So he's about eighty pounds now, and you know yeah. continues to grow. But, <laughs> yeah, 
Lexington, Kentucky is a good, good home base for us, for sure. Mm -hmm. Harry mentioned there's a lot of great places nearby. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, we're getting down to Georgia, playing Atlanta. Like, it's it's not too far off either. Like, mm -hmm. we've had a good really. good week, good run so far. Happy to be down here. Was it 10-hour drive for us from here to Del Holland? That sounds about right. Probably. Something about like 10-hour I made it from Lexington to New Orleans in 12 hours. Yeah. That's about what it is from here to New Orleans. For it's us. not, yeah. <clears throat> so how long y'all gonna be on the road this time through next weekend next weekend mm -hmm. so we got a few days off we're gonna go hang out in Panama City a couple days and maybe be beach bums play yeah. our instruments for some change or something yeah <laughs> and okay. uh and then so head this over is summer break for you yeah 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 from, yeah, yeah. From so it, it affords job. affords me a lot of time to tours I do a lot of solo stuff too but yeah. always if I if I can budget it and you yeah. know, and get my guys with me. I, I try my best to do that. Hopefully more with the coming months, you know, yeah. but um yeah, I'm excited to be on the road again. Is this y'all's first tour post pandemic? Yes. Yes. Right now? We've done a couple weekend things where you know, yeah, a day drive out. thing. Yeah. yeah. A couple weekends here and there. But mm -hmm. and we've been pretty careful about well, you know, early on, but now that you know folks are vaccinated and we're all vaccinated and I feel more comfortable about yeah. you know, having a crowd less yeah. about myself, more about like, well, don't, you know, last yeah. year it's like we'd played some, a few shows, but it was outdoors. People, you know, I feel comfortable with it versus like a hundred people in a smoky bar. I'm like, I don't, you know, I don't yeah. want to, Hey, everybody has their own opinions. Right. I just didn't feel comfortable contributing to anything. Mm -hmm. so, right. so I laid off a whole lot. We did some very, we did, a couple pro live streams, mm. two or three of those over the course of everything. We did one at a castle. That was fun. Yeah, there's a <laughs> castle in Versailles, Kentucky, which is neighbors Lexington. Most yeah. people think it's in Lexington. A lot of people just refer to it as Lexington, but but yeah, this castle we did it. What is it? Arnold Schwarzenegger try to buy it at one point? Somebody, oh, somebody like that. What is, what's the history of that? To the castle. <laughs> to oh, the castle. Oh. <laughs> uh, so, I don't know. I mean, it's not like castle remains that somebody brought over from Europe or nothing. It's no. Somebody built a damn castle out in this field and then it burned down. Somebody else bought it and like redid it. Now it's a hotel slash upscale restaurant. Event space. Yes, but they do lots of concerts there too. Yeah, like, yeah they do uh, stuff on the roof. Yeah, uh, they have a ballroom. Then we played in the they call it the greenhouse. It's this huge thing in the, in the backyard of it. But yeah, it was super fun. So that was cool. Mm -hmm. We played in there on Valentine's Day. That was fun. Mm -hmm. We all probably pretty excited to to get back out again. Yeah, totally, man, and, and to meet folks like you guys tour. and like do this kind of stuff yeah. and you know and been a weird year god almighty yeah and i'm ready to a lot of ups and put downs. as much of it behind as i can yeah i think everybody is you know oh, but yeah. i'm i've always been a half a glass half full for the most part i can be a curmudgeon about some things i guess but just like man let's just you know be positive about it mm -hmm. and let's make it less political and really? make it Who more thought we'd just be make it more about right being yeah, kind to each other you yeah. know just like okay well Hey, the business says wear it's a mask, amazing. throw it on there, and do your thing, and and, yeah, and just do it. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. But like, yeah. be part of it. Mm -hmm. yeah. Don't don't be, be put, glad. put out by something. Just be part of mm -hmm. helping other people do exactly. what they need to do. So I think now that 
we're kind of it's in the rear view at least i mm -hmm. think mm -hmm. and more venues are open and i'm excited about that mm -hmm. so yeah next week we're playing at the nick in birmingham uh side tracks uh buddy that runs it it's, it's a really cool guy but eddie down in huntsville alabama mm -hmm. World famous, uh, world famous tidballs. There it is, tidballs. That's right. That's tid Saturday. Balls. So it's just it's, it's in, in Bowling Green, yeah. Yeah, Bowling Green, just Kentucky. north of oh. Nashville. So it's like there's there's this whole kind of indie rock community, yeah. that migrates cool. out of Nashville and kind of hangs around the so Western Kentucky University campus. Mm -hmm. But there's lots of great indie rock bands like Cage Elephant, Morning Teleportation, yeah. Sleeper Agent. Yeah, stuff like that. Like Cage Johnson basically played tidballs like a ton, like kind of getting yeah. their start at, under a different moniker, I think. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, you go in the bathroom there to take a piss, and there's the platinum record. <laughs> yeah, right. It's right yeah, there, there. or above the bar or somewhere. Yeah, it's yeah. in the building. You're like, oh, yeah. this is cool. <laughs> and it's it's a dive bar, you know. It's a totally. fun spot. Yeah, I dig it. I played there a few times. So hopefully, tidballs. Tidballs, yeah. Tidballs. Uh -huh. Yeah, that's the guy that's the guy's name that owns yeah. it. It's old John Tidball. Yeah. It's an odd Tidball. one. Yeah. Good guy. It's a cool place, man. It's yeah. a cool bar. We like it. So from from here, y'all are headed to Panama City. Panama City, hang out yeah. a couple days. Probably just hang on the beach, but we might break the instruments out. I'm yeah. going fishing. I'm gonna catch He's gonna fish. Okay. Catch yeah. ocean fish. <laughs> You he's, gonna noodle, he's gonna go noodle some sharks, <laughs> noodling for sharks. That's our baby. You know, if you you have a bunch of Eastern Kentuckians move down to the beach for good, you'd have some old boy out there noodling for the sharks. Noodling for sharks. Mm -hmm. I have no doubt. There's your band. I name. promise you. Yeah. Yeah. Got this today. <laughs> I promise. Man, old Jimmy, son, he lost his arm half a half his yeah. forearm down. He, he was noodling. More eel just came right out. <laughs> He didn't think the sharks were that big, I guess. He had chum all over it. <laughs> Gonna chum on him. Yeah, he put blood all over his hand and stuck his hand in there. Amos Moses. Amos Moses. <laughs> Left arm Amos. gonna clean up to the elbow. Yeah. Yeah. Love <laughs> that song. Hell of a song. Yeah. Shark version. That's who I was thinking of the earlier. The telly picking. Jerry Ooh. Reed. Jerry Reed. Jerry, yeah. Okay. Reed. yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and you said Jerry Lee, and that threw me off. <laughs> it threw me off. I was like, Jerry Lee Lewis. He was no, from no. from around Atlanta. He's great, man. Yeah, yeah. Amos Moses. Well, yeah, we were listening to some some Graham Parsons stuff coming down here because we knew like this was his okay. home he, place. He actually grew up. Uh, let's see where we at now. In the, that way. That way. That way. Where are we at in the house? For, for those that are listening, can anyone find a compass? We need Dave a compass. pointed to the back of the wall. <laughs> so Grand Parsons yeah. used to live in that wall. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's impressive. About five blocks from here, I guess. He used cool. to, where Justin, where Caution Light Media is now, they had, they lived on Swanee Drive right across the street, pretty much. Cool. Yeah. So is it a historic site now, or what is it? Well, is the house that he grew up in yeah. was picked up and moved to another location, huh. and uh, the house on that lot now is for sale. So. How yeah. about that? Yeah. 
Hey, if anybody's looking, Southern <laughs> Georgia, come on down. You can live where thinking about kind of sort of where Grand so Parsons grew up. We should go ahead, hurry up, and sell my house, and I'll buy Grand Parsons. I'll lot. live on Grand Parsons yeah. lot. Yeah, and uh, that could be good for your festival. You just and, move the podcast uh, over there. I think. Yeah, at think that about, point, right? Uh, think about the uh, uh, inspiration coming out of the ground there. Huh? We just call it something in the dirt. Something in the dirt. Something in the yard. It's fire ants. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, he was wake up. Y'all's ants down here are different. Yeah, they're different. High power. I think it's crazy that Georgia's state bird is the mosquito. That's yeah. pretty crazy. <laughs> I thought it was this. <laughs> I, uh, I was in the National Guard too, about 100 pounds and 10 inch beard ago. But uh, um, we came down to Fort uh, Stewart. Oh, yeah. Yeah, fuck that place. <laughs> Out in the swamp. Yeah. Oh, my God. Mosquitoes. Oh, my God. You they love me jackets. We have ton. I mean, we have bad mosquitoes in Kentucky, and it gets humid there too. Not, not on your all's level. You slap these, no, and they just get up, yeah. shake it off. Don't well, get as humid. I mean, some of them you'll see them like they'll have little headsets on, like calling yeah. in reinforcements. Yeah. yeah, you know, they're like little lasers marking the area, and then the, they look the like they got of armor on or something. They got tiger striped <laughs> aliens or something. I mean, they were like very adamant about listen. This is back when we had some of the old school army stuff, caught with the caught poles and the, you had like a skeeter net, you know. Mm -hmm. And they're like very adamant. Like, listen, put the skeeter net up. We're like, whatever, it's fine. We'll spray ourselves. <laughs> there ain't enough DEET. You could eat DEET. You could lay in a vat of DEET and somehow those bastards would get to you. Yeah. Anyway, I don't, I don't know if that's part of what this podcast is supposed to be, but... <laughs> well. <clears throat> Georgia mosquitoes. They're different. They, they had a name for uh, the ones uh, two or three years ago that were uh, very active during uh, Swamp Town Get Down. We had to spray uh, really hard that year, and there was a name for them bastards. Mm. Uh, I can't remember what it was, but there was... Like a different type or something. Yeah, it was a, it was a type of mosquito and it had a had a name for it and everything. Why just and, that year? Uh, so like the cicada, like every eighteen years. <laughs> yeah, know, eighteen years. Yeah, it, it swarmed in with a, the killer mosquito. hurricane or something. They must have. It was kind <laughs> oh, yeah. of like every a, every twenty three years breed the, or something. The killer Georgia mosquito comes up, and they were bad. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. And we did what we could. Lost a pint of blood at that festival. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love Georgia, but camping out in the middle of the swamp ain't really my, my vibe. I don't know that anyone that actually lives in Georgia probably camps out in the swamp. It's just, you know, Bear the army doesn't really care about you. So they're like, man, here's Grills. a good place. Throw, throw a poncho or, you know, up right here. And, you know, you'll be all right. You sleep here out in the wilderness with the mosquitoes. Bear Grylls did an episode where he tried to make it out of the Okie Finoki. He gave he gave up. Like, it's oh, like, wow. yeah, it was because of the mosquitoes. It's insane. Yeah. I was I mean, I'm not exaggerating. He like, covered you guys himself are from here. He's like, I can't take it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it's insane. It's the craziest. Helicopter. Like, get me out of here. <laughs> That's why I tell everybody. It's the state bird. It's the state bird. Whoo, <laughs> buddy. Yeah. I've been, I mean, I've been to Florida couple of different places my in-laws snowbird okeechobee every winter mm -hmm. been down there several times uh gainesville uh, tampa 
Louisiana, mm-hmm. Mississippi, Alabama. They only got, they ain't got them Georgia skeeters. I'm telling you, the prehistoric. It's different. Swamp. Yeah, it's like fossils flying around this place. We got alligators. They're pretty much dinosaurs. <laughs> I know you, was, you mentioned you called Hinesville swamp. <laughs> you know, but uh, that is that can't even compare to what is right here. Oh, sure, backyard, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. You know, it's just the limited amount of swamp land that's yeah. on Fort Stewart. Yeah, it's not a whole lot, but it's that, enough uh, for the moisture to be there. For Okie Finoki is uh, probably about five miles out the highway. Yeah. And boy, you right in the thick of just it. The, you getting okay. you getting the in the north end of it right there, and wow. it just gets yeah. deeper and deeper and deeper. So, can we find some some gators here? Oh yeah. God, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you can see gators just about. Will they, will they be on the side of the road and <clears throat> no, stuff, or like not really? But you, you drive you'd have to get into down. It. Yeah, uh, there's a long road that goes to Okefenokee Swamp Park, and there's mm-hmm. a parking lot, and then on the sides of the parking lot is water and gators. Mm-hmm. No fence. Yeah. yeah, and you you don't have to. We're pay in the guard heading down you to just, Fort Stewart. We're at a truck stop, in South Carolina, and there's look they'll, gators they'll in this little up. water yeah. feature thing mm-hmm. they had. I mean, you could go in there, pay to get in there, and they got you know real big ones and stuff. Is there a sign that says like "Don't feed the gators" and stuff? I'm is sure. It like, <laughs> yeah, probably. Is it like bears and or? It, I don't know. It's uh, there's a cool restaurant. In, uh, I think it's Okeechobee that you. You you buy the little gator food and you sit in there and toss it over town. Pretty cool. <laughs> many many tourists have lost their dogs. Heck yeah. Little little dogs, okay. you know, just being stupid, you know, walking their dog out there <laughs> yeah. on the yeah. leash. Turn you back for a minute. There's the or leash. Unleashed, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's the leash all by They're itself. They're not tiny. They're like three of me, eight nine feet long. They're yeah. humongous. Oh, the gator. Like yeah, an Okeechobee. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Woo, it'll just be sunbathing on the bank next to a mm-hmm. canal. And just, <laughs> you're just like, that thing survived a the, little very long time. The biggest one they've had out here, they have, have it stuffed now. It was Oscar. Mm-hmm. He's poor Oscar. He was, but he was huge. Cheers to Oscar. Cheers. Uh, Cheers to Oscar. All of our friends, all of my friends growing up around here back in, uh, you know, the 70s, 60s, 70s, uh, turned 16, got a job. A lot of them got a job at the Swamp Park, you know, as sure. tour guides in the boats and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, just general work around, yeah. you know, 16-year-old boys dream, you know. Yeah, drive it's a boat. It's yeah. a paying, yeah. paying yeah, yeah. job. And, uh, yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. They got, we got so many funny tales about it. But uh, I used to uh, take my buddy out there who worked out there. I used to go down get some maryland fried chicken for lunch and we'd go i'd bring him a box of chicken for lunch and we'd sit out there and and uh you have to be careful you know i remember one day sitting at a picnic table eating that fried chicken and here came a gator crawling out of the water you know i mean people were like oh they can't hurt you they're more scared of you and you're there i'm like listen dude that's that's a dinosaur yeah that's a di- that's a dinosaur. You saw Jurassic Park. Yeah. <laughs> that's like one step away from Jurassic Park. Yeah. And buddies, well, they get hungry. They yeah, they no. You know, usually a, a gator ain't gonna. They can run thirty miles an hour. <laughs> yeah, for, and I can't. For a short I can't. Yeah. <laughs> 
You have to zigzag when you run away from them. Yeah, they're, they're, not, they're not good oh, on the turn. There'd be a lot of screaming and throwing shit. Just at it. Like, Where's my pocket knife? <laughs> There's a video right there. That Black Mountain Jamboree pocket knife to use. <laughs> yeah, right. Good stuff. Shout out Black Mountain Management. Yeah. <laughs> Tiffany. Yeah, Tiffany's great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Her and... Uh, David Helmers and John Smithwick started Black Mountain Management together because they all three had had been working with artists, a singular artist, you mm -hmm. know, and and just like, hey, let's, let's put our minds together. It's it's do a collective effort. So it's been great, and they're all music fans. Mm -hmm. They're connected in the music industry at some level, you know. Mm -hmm. With Tiffany, he had been the president and director of the. Master Musicians Festival for 11 or 12 years. So, I mean, they all had some connection and yeah. a foot in with the music industry. So, it's, it made sense. And it's not just, let's see how much money we can make, you know, with these artists. It's more like, let's build this up I think, together. Um, that's the key right there. Collect a collective effort, you know. Mm -hmm. And that's all I can ask for. Yeah, she she sounds it. real busy. She was filling me in on everything mm -hmm. that she's doing and has done. I was like, wow. Yeah. So, you know, she's new to artist management mm -hmm. much as I never had a manager. So we were both mm -hmm. kind of new at that part of it, mm -hmm. but I felt so comfortable agreeing to sort of enter into that professional relationship with her. Cause we'd, we'd become friends a little bit, you know, up to mm -hmm. that point, but I felt comfortable because I knew that, she would work hard at learning some of the things she hadn't had experience with on the artist side of things. Whereas she had a whole lot of insight and experience on sort of the festival thing, which is a, those are great gigs for a band to get. Like, you know, you play music like, mm -hmm. yeah, it's cool to play at cool venues and have a little bit of a crowd. But then when you like get on these really cool festivals, like low to mid level size, yeah, that's, that's feasible to get yeah. onto you got a lot of eyes that are and yeah. ears that the right. you may not have crossed. Yeah, mm -hmm. and and that's yeah. really the people you want to be playing for that would that yeah. really love the music and mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. instead of just. So it's nice to to know that even though she's green and in the realm of like artist management and booking sort of tours like this, she had that connection with the festival world and that kind of networking. Mm -hmm. And Seth does too. Seth's like put on events and has done some festivals and, you know, booked the, the music. So he's got a lot of kind of good insight as well in that realm. Yeah, I've worked a lot cool. with the, like, bluegrass community up there in Kentucky, mm -hmm. the, the uh, International Bluegrass Music Museum in Owensboro. They do a romp festival every year, celebration of uh, bluegrass and roots music. So cool. lots of great musicians coming through through that way. Mm -hmm. And some diverse stuff, too. I think this year they got old Bruce Hornsby coming yeah. up to headline yeah. it so it'll nice. be a good time mm -hmm. yeah what uh what do you do as a part of that um when yeah. i'm not playing cello or bass with eric or some mm -hmm. other kentucky musicians i help a lot with uh running sound for mm -hmm. for different groups or just helping organize shows mm -hmm. making sure you know sound check goes smooth and mm -hmm. everybody's comfy and giving it the best they got on stage Oh, Make sure you got black towels and cold water. <laughs> black towels and bottled water. <laughs> the rider. The rider yeah. request. The old rider. Yeah. We've got a pretty solid rider. Yeah. Some some towels and water and 
drinks and then some bayani sausages. <laughs> At least one can. Yeah, some snacks. Yeah. <laughs> some snacks. That snacks, snacks. Pretty easy compared to some of them I've seen. <laughs> Green M&Ms. Well, yeah. you know, I don't feel that good about myself yet. Eventually I'll be asking real <laughs> yeah. silly shit. I think that uh, <laughs> that uh, kind of tends to be like they sit there and say, think up things to put down just yeah, to totally. see if yeah. somebody's paying attention. Somebody will adhere to it. You to know? be honest, man, if you just have, you know, a space to chill, like a green room yeah, or an area, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, and, and some water and some food, that's that's, that's all mo- people that's really what, care what about. most artists yeah. care about. Maybe yeah, throw true. us a few beverages, but other mm-hmm. than that, like just, you know, don't treat us like we're a hassle. Like, right. You know, right. Yeah, it's we're in the car, you know, five, six, seven hours, <laughs> yeah. and then we get out and in front of all these strange people we've never met, and then yeah. you got nowhere to go hide. You got to change, yeah. change yeah, in like cool. a, you yeah. know, closet. Yeah, the, oh, this one's got a <laughs> yeah. diaper changing station. I can probably yeah. put my pants on it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Is there a lock on the door? No. Well, who cares? That portal it right over there is your dressing room. There it is, yeah. right there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's a spot behind the drum set that's going. <laughs> yeah, that's honestly, I mean, everybody's got a rider just to have like, you know, like for example, John's a vegetarian, so we want to make sure, you know, we have some options. Ben's got some dietary things that, you know, maybe not spicy food or certain. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, a couple things like it's great to have it so that way the venue gets the rider and hey, you know, if they look, be like, oh, well, I can grab a couple things, throw mm-hmm. it out there. But like the big time touring bands, their rider has a, has a day of the week and the menu yeah and a lot of people think it's pretentious but it's actually because those they might be on the road for 30 days and then on tuesday they're going to get tacos on wednesday they're going to get <laughs> you know salad on like so that way the venue offers that so you're not eating you don't want pizza every days, day yeah six <laughs> days a week you know right you're not getting the same so, thing you know we're not time. touring for 30 days or nothing but Mm-hmm. I've seen some riders on the the booking end of things where it's like, yeah, that makes sense now, mm-hmm. having been on the road before. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, totally, it makes sense. You want a variety and hopefully nutritious. Somewhat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's easy to eat unhealthy and drink too many beers while you're out. We've had road. a pretty good run this time. Was catering, yeah, yeah, yeah. good, some good solid mixture stuff. stuff. Yeah, uh, <laughs> the Iron Factory that we played at in Athens. It was like a, Holy I think it was their first good. show. All year, but yeah, yeah they yeah. they did. It was one of those like hibachi places that just nice. brings you like the whole spread of like the kimchi and then that special like bulgogi and yeah. seared chicken stuff. It's good. It was tasty. Man, it sounds good. It's like man, yeah, not that important. <laughs> you familiar with that place? Is that a new place? What's the name of it? Again? Iron Factory. Iron Factory. Iron Factory. Yeah, two doors down from the forty watt. I I'm not. And they have a cool patio. Like the restaurant. You kind of have to go like into this patio that's shared with the restaurant next to them. So yeah. on the street, like two doors down from the forty watt, is the other place that's in front of the Iron Factory. The Iron Factory's in behind it. They share a uh-huh. patio, and then the doors kind of down into the patio. It sounds okay. a lot like that. So place. if you're just kind of on that street, it used to be necessarily see it. I don't yeah. think we. Me and Connor, I think we ate near the 40 watt, and it was like a little patio area. Mm-hmm. That, that could have been something pig. Uh, no, that wasn't it. I don't know. There's two restaurants right there side by side, so 
Could have been either one, but yeah. It's Maybe cool. I, cool, I, probably, I could cool have been there. town, like yeah. area square, not square. Yeah, everything was real. Right close. Caledonia. Uh, oh, yeah, it was, it was. They said the Caledonia was like behind us or something. Is that was, right? That's what I'm thinking. It was yeah. closed down there. Yeah. Just throw away. Yeah. I didn't know if that place was replaced by the iron factory Got or you. something. Close by, yeah. Just nearby. Yeah. yeah. We were just up there recording at Tweed Recording School and. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think we walked by that. Yeah, there's mm -hmm. a recording school there. We got Frank. around the town a little bit the next day. Found our way to the uh, donuts on demand shop. You order a donut and they put it right in the fryer in front of yeah, you. What was it called? Wow. Zombie donut. Zombie donut, yeah. What did you get on yours? Uh, strawberry glaze and Oreos. <laughs> That's pretty yeah. good. Yeah. That's great. Good. What's the zombie? That's just the name. That's of the, the name of the donut, the place. Of the donut place. Oh, that's the name of the donut. Yeah. Place. Okay, okay. Yeah. I think a I finger. got a gummy worm and fruity pebble one or something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Living on the edge. Living on the edge, man. <laughs> Toy life. <laughs> no regrets. Yeah. <laughs> well, you guys want to take a break and come back and play some music? Yeah, let's do it. Something in my brain won't let me stray. Something in my veins gonna find its way Something in the water taught me how to pray When the cold black water finds its way into your veins You'll never be the same This is Eric Bolander, accompanied by this asshole, Seth Murphy, and this is Cold Men. The only side to cold mines, the top side, the fresh air, the family. Spent your whole life living on the short side A puppet on company strings Take all of your wishes Your thoughts and your brains They long Seek salvation No 
Marcel. Here's Montgomery Hill, our newest single. Wasn't just to pass the time Some of the days we spent Along the ridge on the county line Up there with a whispering wind Days got longer Our minds were free Lean on my shoulder We'll drop till the sun can be seen On Montgomery Hill Where we land Lost ourselves on Montgomery Hill Said myself, take me way back when Montgomery Hill Put my bags on the tailgate Said, son, you'll do just fine Hit the road up to Beckley Boarded on my first flight Screams and the sweat Ran down my spine With no regret Home was always on my mind On Montgomery Hill where we laughed and lost ourselves on Montgomery Hill Said myself, take me way back when Sails on Montgomery Hill. Said myself, take me way back on Montgomery Hill. Where we laughed and lost ourselves on Montgomery Hill. Said 
myself Take me way back when Montgomery Hill Montgomery Hill <laughs> Thank you, thank you. All right, let's do one more. Here's a new one called Smooth Finish. Myself another glass of bourbon. Try to wash away all this hurt. The things across my mind are certain. All the memories left behind that old curtain. With it go down smooth As the one thing I thought I'd never lose Seems so far from the ending I can't keep pretending that it's you Oh no Will he grow into a habit? Something I don't need, but I gotta have it. Why can't we just pretend that this thing won't ever end? But it's through. No, it's through. Driving down this long, lonesome highway See the same old signs every other day My favorite stop really isn't on my way Think of swing on by for a drink anyway Will he go down as smooth as the one thing I thought I'd never lose? It seems so far from the ending. I can't keep pretending that it's you. Will he grow into 
need but I got a habit why can't we just pretend that this thing won't ever end but it's through That's one of those two-sided guitars, though. You just flip it, flip it around. Just, <laughs> That's right. You know, have this one tuned different <laughs> yeah. and flip it around. and The back you know, side's an open E. This is drop D. This is drop D here. <laughs> yeah. Well, folks, stand. it's about that time again for another Tale of the Week by Uncle Dave Griffin. And uh, this one I chose... Uh, well, they probably they're, they're looking at you like they don't know what we're doing. Oh, I'm in. Oh, I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah. I'm ready for this. Let me week. tell us. Let me days. let me explain to y'all. Explain <laughs> it. It's tale tale of the week. It's uh, uh, I did a two and a half year blog, a uh, weekly blog for two and a half years, oh. and I ended up getting a little publishing deal for it's pretty cool for a small uh, a book. That's what you do. Uh, you sell those for people that like to read in the toilet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, in case they run toilet out of scripture, <laughs> and they get to the end, they say out of toilet paper. They just <laughs> <laughs> it's very convenient. I like it. I like it. But in honor of our guest from. Kentucky, this this is uh, this is the uh, tale of the week that I chose this time. Back during my stamp selling days at the Waycross, Georgia post office, my fellow window clerks and I were visited quite often by a local dressed in Salvation Army women's clothes. Not too terribly odd until you stop and consider that he was a six foot two inch male with shoulder length sandy blonde hair. And before I go any further, let me say that I'm a big proponent of to each his own. Let your freak flag fly. Do your thing as long as it don't affect me. This guy was different, though. Instead of quietly going about his business, he used his disorder to prompt, provoke, and precipitate reactions from customers and workers at the post office. One of our window clerks, Tom Barnes, nicknamed him the Shim because he couldn't decide if he was a she or a him. This moniker stuck and inspired me to go home one evening in 1997 and write a song about 
him or her. The first two lines of the song, well, he's the first cross-dresser in Waycross. And for this small town, that's news. When he gets in front of a toilet, my God, that man's confused. So it's most definitely a novelty song and one that I only play occasionally. On the weekend of March 30th, 2012, I was invited by two of my singer-songwriter buddies from North Georgia, Levi Lowry and Fester Haygood, to perform original songs along with them on a program called Singing in the Swamp, a weekend of original music. The first night we were on stage at Waycross Restaurant and Bar, L.L. Creek. When I arrived, I spotted a couple whom I, I mistook for locals, striking up a conversation with Pat and Penny Jameson, just like I knew them. They let me run for a while before finally introducing themselves as proud Levites, fans and followers of Levi Lowry, all the way from Noblesville, Indiana. That night, I knocked the dust off my old provocative song called Shame on the Shim and had two new devotees for life in Pat and Penny from Indiana. The next evening, we took our three-man songwriting showcase to Captain Stan's Smokehouse in Woodbine, Georgia. Before the night ended, one of our traveling companions had fallen off a bar stool, taking a pretty good lump on her head in the process. Somebody called the EMTs, prompting a visit from the local police department. They informed us that we could take our injured friend home with us, provided none of us had had anything to drink. Yeah, good luck. It was clearly evident that everyone in our party had been drinking, except for Penny Jameson of Noblesville, Indiana. So we placed our wounded warrior in Penny's car, and once we crossed the Still River Bridge outside of Woodbine, we pulled to the side of the road, swapped the battle-scarred barstool victim into a safe seat in the back of my van. A couple of years later, Penny called to see if I'd be interested in playing a houseboat festival that she and Pat hosted on Dale Hollow Lake in Burksville, Kentucky. A three-day music festival, living on houseboats on a beautiful lake. Are you kidding? To quote Mark Knopfler, that ain't working. <laughs> From September 5th through 7th, 2014, I was introduced to the serene splendor of Southern Kentucky and a cast of characters that I've come to know as dear friends. My wife and I roomed on the stage houseboat, sharing space with more Indiana natives, Joel the sound man for the weekend, Pat's brother Scott, Kevin, and a banjo player named Jeremy. When Jeremy whipped out that banjo, I thought we was in the cast of Deliverance for a minute. But as the weekend wore on, I came to realize that Indiana and Georgia ain't a whole lot different when it comes to country boys who love good music and hard partying. Dale Hollow is a large man-made lake built by the Army Corps of Engineers in 1943, covering parts of Kentucky and Tennessee. Primarily used for fishing, it's also a favorite of water skiers vacationers, and of late music lovers. I've been fortunate to return year after year sharing the houseboat stage with stellar songwriters from Nashville, Atlanta, and Athens. My beautiful friend, Lana Loback, who passed away way too soon five years ago, 
helped me fill a houseboat in 2015 and managed to do the same the next year for another talented Waycross songwriter. This guy, <laughs> Sean Clark of the Pine Box Dwellers. She is loved and remembered each year by the musicians and attendees of the Dale Hollow Lake Music Festival. Because of the COVID pandemic, our last visit to Dale Hollow was August of 2019 and featured a lineup of return performers that I count as lovely accomplices in this business of music. Cody Ray Bates, Jason Ace Davis, Lala Deaton, Nicholas Jamerson, Lawrence Nimmons, Jeannie Peterson, Shine White, and newcomers, Brother Smith of Lexington, Kentucky. If we ever get back to a normal post-pandemic Dale Hollow party atmosphere, then many of our music-loving friends from Waycross and Blackshear will be happy to recommend it as a relaxing, sunbathing, party boating, soul-rejuvenating, spiritually-feeling four-day getaway. A church service is held on Sunday with a dose of alcohol and a slice of decadence <laughs> on all the other days not named Sunday. <laughs> Even now, I'm counting down the days and pulling out the lyrics to Shame on the Shim, another little slice of decadence that endeared me forever to Pat and Penny Jameson and landed me on a houseboat on Dale Hollow Lake. <laughs> The end. Well, <laughs> the end of the whole show. Dale Holler. You, had a, you got us canceled. As they say in Kentucky, that was Dale Holler. Dale Holler. <laughs> That's right. I like that uh, sticker on your guitar case out there. It's a big yellow sticker with the words Holler General. <laughs> Shout out to Jimbo Valentine. <laughs> yeah. I was dying laughing. He's he's a buddy of ours, does a lot of artwork for us. I mentioned earlier yeah. today. Yeah. Yeah. He's he lives in Huntington, West Virginia. Good awesome. dude. There's a good music community up in there too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, we have certainly enjoyed having y'all. Uh, appreciate you stopping by and enjoyed appreciate. the music too. Yeah, Thank you so awesome. much. Great. Thanks Thank for everybody working on this and yes, everybody down here. And uh, yeah, appreciate it. There must play be something out. in the water. Yeah. All right, I'll play. Yeah, play us out. <laughs> Why don't the wind? <laughs> Blow me away. Boo, 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 boo. Until next Why time, don't folks. The wind. Blow me now. <laughs> yeah. There she goes. Awesome. Beautiful. <laughs> when the cold black water finds its way across through your Just might see your face.